Welcome to this week's Spin Foil Theory. We're about to take a dive into another mystery from the lore of Destiny the Games. Specifically, we'll be giving high-level scrutiny to popular, emerging, and outlying theories than judging them. If you have any questions or theories of your own, write to us at spinfoiltheory at gmail.com or visit us over at spinfoiltheory.com. And now, let's put on our spin foil hats and get a little crazy. Here comes this week's show. And we're recording. Are you sure? I don't know. I don't think I'm we're recording. I'm seeing I'm the little ziggy zaggies. I am too. I was just kidding. It was a joke. This is a cheese. It was a joke. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Oh, man. Welcome to the uh, Spinfoil Theory podcast, everyone. This is your host, Taylor B., with my co-host here, Lady Lucida. How are you doing this week? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. Awesome. Awesome. I am sad we're not going to see Savathun for a while. Yeah, she got put in... Locked up. Like, more ice. More ice. Just she, get a bunch she's of stasis on more ice warlocks. right now. Just get a bunch of stasis warlocks <laughs> and hunters to just throw more, like, glacier grenades at Savathun. Mm-hmm. And supers, mm-hmm. and they have a bunch of stasis turrets all pointed at Savathun, so she moves. She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's I'm kind just of interesting, I guess. I'm just imagining, like, because she's in almost, like, like an ice straitjacket because it c- catches her, like, mid-transformation yeah. from her uh, her Osiris guys. And what really gets me about it is it reminds me, that that scene especially that you just laid out, it reminds me of, like, when they're transporting Hannibal Lecter. Oh, yeah, Because he's in the straitjacket with the face mask on. Yeah. <laughs> like, can't be trusted. You know, you know, Still gets out. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be interesting, I guess. I'm hopeful that the ritual thing, exorcism, whatever you want to call it, happens sooner rather than later, because I don't like waiting, because it's artificial in the sense that, like, they could give it to us right now, but Bungie's like, no, we want you to wait. I mean, I guess it makes sense, kind of, because we have a lot of stuff Four this season. Four more months. Because we have, you know, this upcoming month-ish. I think it's about a month. We have Festival of the Lost. We also have The Dawning. We also have Moments of Triumph this season, apparently, at some point. Ooh. I am and hyped the on anniversary that new Dia de los show. And, yeah, like, there's so much happening this season. I don't... I understand why they have to push it back, but maybe put there might be there's like a little little gap in between Festival of the Lost and the anniversary. Just put it in there, and then the rest of it is just you know us celebrating. That'd hmm. be fun. I mean, there is there is a I you know I'm I'm wondering when they're gonna pull the uh, the final entry. Yeah, there's the final uh, entry for Ripples, and then there's that whole other lore yeah. book, which is. If you look in the API, you can't read anything. It's all classified, but you can see that it has 27 entries. And that is tied with Mara Senna for most lore entries in Destiny 2. So whatever this book is, it's a big one. And uh, I, I don't even... I can't even begin to think of what it could be. Like maybe a Books of Sorrow from Savathun's perspective or something? Like, I don't... 
Because Mar- uh, Savathun did say in the books of Star, like, scribbled in the margins, like, this is lies. Like, what is the truth? And that would fit really thematically with the whole, you know, survive the truth theme. Ooh, yeah. If, like, we have to go find her, uh, what were they, pieces of darkness? Yeah, calcified fragments, yeah. Yeah, calcified. There you go. But who knows? Who knows? I'm, a. Uh, I'm hoping it's something good and not something, like, silly. Like, oh, uh... I, you know, I, I think, I think we were talking about this last week, but I would, I would really think that it would be cool if we had, um, you know, maybe in the next couple of weeks or maybe like in between events, kind of like in that space you were saying, they just finish this part, they do the thing. And then, you know, it moves on to that next one, like with 27 parts where we're yeah. kind of like in like a new, new pacing of, of story, like leading up to Witch Queen. Cause I think that would be really cool too. Oh, and yeah. it'd be a, it'd be a pretty big surprise. Yeah. That's what I'm. I'm really happy that Bungie has is playing their cards like really close this season, which I think is really great because um funny enough, I found this out the other day. There is an unreleased entry from Truth to Power, which is really funny because um that entry does not show up in game because it is not intended for us. It's intended for the data miners who like, ripped the truth to power, like, before it was supposed to be, and, like, posted it, and it's meant, this entry is meant for them, and it's really funny, because it basically says, we're gonna screw up all your loot drops, and you're not gonna get anything you want ever again. All that good loot, gone. Puppies, (laughs) gone. No, I kid, I kid, but it's like, it's, (laughs) it's, like, really, really, really harsh. I'm starting to think, I'm starting to think the, uh, if, if they, if they take away, you know, puppies and everything and the guardian in game is just like, huh, <laughs> it's just gonna, the guardian is basically a, a Yakuza game character. Like our, yeah. our only line will be something like maybe killing puppies is actually yeah. badass and worthwhile. Yeah, <laughs> but no, 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 it's really funny because it's, it's called unnamed entry and it's, I read it the other day to one of my friend, and it's like, Haw. Like, whoever wrote the- Oh, it was Seth uh, Dickinson is the one who wrote it. He's the author of the, uh, The Truth to Power. And he, he wrote mm-hmm. this, and he's like, It's technically canon, but it's not intended for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's literally- It's specifically intended to target data miners that had uncovered the previous lore entries through the gay- The, the game's API- prior to the intended release. So basically, kind of what would happen with, with that. And now that they've learned from that, they've learned from their mistakes, which I think is really good. Because like with this Ooh, yeah. big entry that we, we don't know, we don't know what it's about. We don't know anything. They're like, no, you don't get to see. I'm worried. I'm really like that. worried that the moment the first one comes out, all of it comes out. But hoping that they'll do it like one a week, one a week. Yeah, like one maybe one or two a week or, or something. However, they, they, like, they've however got enough you, time. However yeah. you earn it. I would uh I would totally love to come back and have even if they're just audio, like little tidbits from the uh from the different characters. I think that would be uh that would be a really cool way to uh, go about how you like unlock this like massive entry cuz me I mean who knows Maybe that's maybe that's what Crow's doing on Venus. Maybe. 
I'm hoping that Crow at least makes an appearance, like you know, maybe at the end of the season, or at least shows up. Ooh, yeah. I hope we get at I least mean, a lore cause... entry from Eris too. Maybe that's what this book is. This book is every Eris' perspective as she's just glaring at everyone, saying, "You all are idiots. You all are idiots." Ooh, from the, the moon. The fools. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like the writers at Bungie did say, like, confirm that there's not that there's a reason why Eris. I mean. Kinda that there's a reason, it's just they didn't want there to be too many characters at once this season. Because, like, okay, it's Savathun. Savathun was pretending to be Osiris. Osiris mentored Crow. That's two people. Osiris's partner is Saint, so Saint's there. Okay, Savathun is in the Dreaming City, so that means it's Mara and Petra. That's already five people. Oh, Osiris also mentored Ikora. That's six that's already six people, and then if you add in Eris too, that's now a full raid fire team mm. plus one. And that's a lot of different characters <laughs> to juggle, and yeah, not only it's, that, it, it's just like voice yeah. actors to all schedule and everything. I mean, I know with COVID it's easier, but not really. Well, I mean, yeah, a lot of people have a home have multiple roles that they uh that yeah. they do too like some of them aren't aren't just voice actors so yeah yeah i'm just saying like uh, i while it does sadden me that eris doesn't have a big role this season i wish that she did wait. but my hope is that she'll get like maybe at least maybe some some mention of it you know during witch queen if she's not if she doesn't have a big presence in witch queen i'm gonna be mad because we're killing Savathun. That's like her arch nemesis. Yeah. She literally wrote an entry in regarding Stasis where she's like, Dear Savathun, we're coming to kick your ass. That's <laughs> basically what it was. Well, I, I have to I have to say one thing we didn't consider in our episode last week was that Savathun is the character they're talking about and it's all just like a tongue in cheek joke. Yeah, I realized, like, after we recorded that episode, I did some more thinking, and I'm like, well, it could just be referring to Zavathun, but that's kind of, yeah, it's kind of obvious. It's like, like so on the nose we didn't, yeah, yeah it was so too obvious nose, for us to like, see. <laughs> that's yeah. how, that's how, that's how they get us. That that's might how they be. Get us. Um, one, one thing that I think would be, uh, the, the, just a note about Eris, though, too, is if you look at her story progression, yes, she she helped with um, with Oryx, right? Uh, when when he showed up, and and she was a big part part of that story, and that yeah. that was Crota's father. I think that with those events and um, Crota's uh, daughter on Ashledoon. the moon and. Hashladun, yeah, and her and and uh, her like renewed focus in the darkness. I feel like she may have kind of graduated from just the hive. Mm, maybe I don't know. I'm still maybe. I guess is kind of where I'm at. I'm kind of like, I mean, that's yeah. kind of always been her thing. I mean, yes, she is now kind of this weird studying the darkness, preventing the darkness on the moon mm -hmm. but i still think like at her core she really 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 hates the hive like she wants them gone 
like a deleted yeah. RM. I always like. Well, I always, I always wonder. Maybe, maybe it's like those. Uh, those. It, this just reminds me of '80s movies. I don't know why my mind's going to that to that title, but bear with me. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a. It, it, it's like your um your death wish or or like hear me out here. This this person suffered a loss because this guy had a gun or like Batman is maybe another great example. And so like you graduate, she's graduated from like the people who did it. She got her revenge on them. Now she's going after like the people who armed them and have been distributing this like dark market of darkness. Yeah. No, no, no. I I get, I get what you're saying. It's just, I don't know. I feel like that's like, especially ever since, um, I wouldn't say since she's come back, but, Kind of since she's come back in Destiny 2, at least, she has been, had a, like, hatred of Savathu. Like, absolute hatred. Oh, yeah, there's no love lost between these between these two contenders. Yeah. It's just, I don't know if she's, I guess... How do I... Word she has a vendetta? Yeah, I mean, like, she definitely does, I feel like Eris does have a vendetta against that. She hates, she hates the hive. Hates them, hates them, hates them. But, however, I, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm not convinced right. that uh, Eris has graduated from her, like, immense hatred of the hive. I think she still hates them. Oh. I would I would agree. I would agree with that. I guess I, mean, I guess if I had to if I had to think about it, it's just um maybe it's like a bomb logic move because if she takes out the darkness, then the worms don't work. True, true. I guess you could be playing the big game. But yeah, basically yeah. um uh What's really funny is, um, like, in Eris's letter to the Witch Queen in the uh, Regarding Stasis uh, lore book, mm. she, um, she literally says to Savathun, I am coming for you. I will be your end. As your elders before oh, yeah. you and your prodigy after you will fall, all that surrounds you crumbles. Eris Morn will stand in front of you, smiling as I wipe your name mm-hmm. from the pantheon of gods. Like that was um, when when did that come out? Oh, this I came out in Beyond Light. Okay, okay, this yeah, so that's like recent. a recent one too. Yeah. yeah, she. Oh man, that that's a very good point. I can't I can't really argue with that. Yeah, she's she's really really um. I I'm curious. I hope, like I said, with with Witch Queen, we get some like Eris's take on what's going on at least right now, because I think she would have some choice words for Mara. Being like you, you're trying to out manipulate the Kive goddess of trickery, and the mm, I don't know about that, Chief. Like we, I mean, <laughs> obviously, us, the player, we know that whatever Mara has planned doesn't work because, well, 
Zavathun is the main antagonist of Witch Queen. So. I hear you. Okay. Okay, I could, I could, I could go on and on and on and on. Yes, we could. Uh, but what we're actually here for this week, guys. We promise we're not just going to randomly talk about Destiny. I mean, we normally talk about Destiny. Don't get me wrong. I mean, but we might. Week. We might. There might be some. There might be some overlap. Maybe. Just a little uh, bit. Uh, because because tonight we're talking about Halo. Heck yeah! In this special episode. Special episode. Episode. <laughs> episode. <laughs> we figured with you know with Halo Infinite on the horizon, it'd be cool to Ooh, yeah. talk about Halo. I love Halo. Halo was like the first game that I ever played. Growing up, like that was like the first video game, was the Halo series. It was fun. I can dig it. Because I remember my dad had it on his, he had like a work laptop. It was like old. This was like back when I was littler. Um, I think this was even before my brother was born. So a while Ooh. ago. And I remember my dad would play the first Halo, so Halo Combat Evolve, on his little, on his laptop. I remember sitting there watching him as he would, you know, feel the flood and the, the covenant. And I distinctly mm-hmm. remember, like, I would look at the things and I would try to draw, like, little picture, like, little stick figure pictures of the enemies <laughs> and stuff. And I always thought the flood was super awesome. scary. And then eventually when we got an Xbox, my my uncle ended up saying, here, I have all of these old, the older, the Halo games. So here, have them. So he gave that to my dad. My dad would go through and play them, and I would just kind of play them along with him, or play, attempt to play by myself and fail utterly because, you know, I wasn't that good at games back then. Now I'm a true gamer. I did <laughs> But yeah. She is ascended. I am ascended. I am now a gamer. <laughs> no. But yeah, no, because like, I, I think out of all of the Halos, the one that I remember the best or the most fondly is uh, Halo Reach. I liked Reach. Reach was good. Your favorite was Reach? Yeah, um, my favorite was probably Reach. I I came into the series a little differently. I kind of have like some memories of back when I was in high school. Oh, wow. And I was over at my friend's house. Well, I, I don't know how long ago this is in relation to when the game came out, for what it's worth. Yeah. Um, But I was over there and I was playing, like I had never, like this is, Destiny, as many like you and like listeners might know, um, I, Destiny was like my big like first like real like push into a first person shooter. Just because like growing up, no matter what the platform, I would be playing with my older brothers, and like it it was just a like I n- I never got a lot of time with the sticks. Never really developed those skills. Good way to like sum it up there. Yeah. Um. So this was like one of like the first times I'd ever played it though so i'm over at his house and he's like you've never played halo i was like well no i i, I guess i've like never really been into first person shooters but i was also a playstation guy so i was oh, like yeah i don't even have I see, I see. i don't even have an xbox so like ooh, like me and my playstation 2 we're very happy with each other but <laughs> i still have it that's good uh um the the long the long and short of it is uh we played it uh i think when i was like senior played like that one and the second one like back to back is oh, what wow. they happen to That's have. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So like I remember I remember playing that and then I think we also played ODST. 
because that was the only one I think I was actually good at because of how cautious I would play. Ah, yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> ODST is really good. I like, I like it. Yeah, I, like I think ODST little... was my favorite of the bunch. Ooh, that's um, awesome. Even even when I went back, yeah, even even when I went back and replayed the uh, Master Chief Collection, which I replayed all the way up, I I got the four, and I haven't really played four yet. I like four. Um, I like it. But I, I need to... It's... Yeah, I just need to play it. I think I was yeah. just burned out. I think I'd played, like, yeah. three of them back-to-back -back or something. Yeah, that's what, uh... Yeah, because my, uh... Kelsey and I, what we decided to do, because we're insane. This was, like, I think a year <laughs> ago. We went through the Master Chief Collection and played every single Halo game on there oh, on the geez. hardest difficulty, because we're insane. It was yeah. fun. We did it. We did every single one. We did one, two, three, four... Reach and ODST, all on the hardest difficulty. It was fun. And now in Halo 5, I have the cool Helioskrill armor. You can only get that armor from doing that. Which, I think that's cool. I hope they bring that kind of a thing into Infinite. Because, like, I mean, they've done it with 5. They can probably do the same thing with Infinite. Being like, oh, you've done this. Check, check, check. Okay. But bam get cool stuff. Like... I love that kind of stuff, like rewarding the player for doing this really hard thing with a super cool thing. Like, that's why I'm hoping that Bungie, with the legendary campaign, we get, like, something cool, something we can show off and be like, look. Like, I want something that, like, when you go in the tower and you see a person with that, you're like, okay, this guy knows what he's doing. They're a certified badass. But yeah. That's basically. Yeah. I. I can dig it. Yeah. I'm. Did you play the uh, the test flight at all? No, I didn't get a chance to. We were we ended up doing this past weekend. I know you had told me about it, mm -hmm. but we just ended up. I ended up doing all of my editing on Saturday because we oh, went to uh, the Renaissance Festival. Oh, that's in, right. Uh, that's right. You're in Maryland for Kari's. Uh, Sort of like Kari's like birthday. We did that, and then we went and saw uh, Rodrigo and Gabriella last night, oh. which was amazing. If you haven't heard of them, guys, just check them out. Like That's totally, awesome. I am not. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely check them out. Um, they they are even more amazing live. Uh, so yeah. Okay. That uh, oh, yeah. I did not get a chance to do the test flight, but uh, I I want to say before we get too far away from it, when I when I started playing Master Chief Collection, I started in story order, so I was playing Reach first. Ah. Um. And I and I didn't like the story was foggy, but it was so like everyone's like Reach is the best one. And I just remember like it, it what I'm not saying any parts of it were bad. It was very short for my taste. Um. In in a campaign. But uh, it was, like, some of the stuff was just, like, a little silly to me. It was like, I've, I've only known this character for, like, an hour and a half, but they're already, like, sacrificing themselves for me. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Guy whose name I haven't memorized yet. <laughs> like, yeah, no. No, I definitely get that. Like, if, especially, um, I guess for me, I just, I, the first time I played it, I was, I think I was in, like, middle school. Yeah, I was in, like, middle school when uh, Reach came out, I think. I want to say I started playing it around then. That sounds about right. Um, but yeah, no, I would always play it on, like, harder... Not not saying that you played it easy and you did it, you did it wrong, but I guess... <laughs> I guess it took longer for me 
to play the game. Not necessarily that I'm like bad or I did it on like a harder difficulty or whatever. But mm -hmm. I guess if you just kind of, yeah, I, I would say normal. like, yeah, I guess I wouldn't. I'm not saying that you're like, you did it wrong. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying <laughs> that you did it wrong. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I just, okay, I'm sorry. No, it's sorry, fine. It's fine. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I guess for me, it's kind of like going into Reach, not really knowing that. Well, I guess I can't really say spoiler alert because this game's been out for like 10 years. Really long time. Um, everyone fucking dies except John. John's the chat. He doesn't die. He's cool. Um, <laughs> just like how I always felt bad because I'm like, oh, these guys are cool, you know? They're they're Spartans. They're badasses. We don't like when you're playing the Master <laughs> Chief. Like when you're playing the Master Chief collection, you're Master Chief. There's only one Master Chief. You don't have like a squad. You don't have Blue Team with you or anything. Like it's just you. You're alone, kicking ass. But, like, with yeah. Reach that I really liked is it was, like, you're a squad of Spartans. Like, that's how that's how Spartans kind of are supposed to be. They have, a, they have a team most of the time. I say most of the time because, basically, I could go really in-depth and explain all of the Spartan lore. But TLDR, um, of the, Sp the Spartan Pro, like, Spartan 2s, for example. And it's mainly, this is mainly with Spartan 3s. The Spartan 3s, for example, they would make a batch of them. So they would have, you know, Spartan A, like the A batch, the Alpha batch. And they would look at their results and be like, all right, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. Like, they would handpick a bunch of the different Spartans that were, like, good. Not good, but, like, better. Like, the best. And they would be pulled out of that and put on teams. So that's why you have, like, Carter. Carter is part of the A batch, because his name is A. Because they all have their mm -hmm. little, like, mm -hmm. the little call signs. And his is A. His is A in it, which means he's part of the first batch. And, uh, and so forth. And the ones that didn't, the ones that didn't get picked, they didn't, they would be sent on suicide missions. And they would all die. Well, most of them. Is there... Like, 90% watched... of them. They would all die. I've watched some of the, uh, the Halo universe, like, animated stuff, too. And I'm always wondering... I don't think I saw one in that either, though. But I'm wondering if there's any, like, example in the extended universe where someone was selected to basically go on one of those suicide missions. Kind of kind of like, a, you know, their namesake. The the, the lore that we have. Uh, a lot of the mythology around uh, who the Spartans were as people. Yeah. Um, setting them up to die and, like, they come back. Like, whoa. You weren't supposed to make you it this far. Well, yeah, did, well, like... Uh -huh. um... <laughs> I think there might be. I'm not too. F I know there's like some, like very like, like it was like a ninety percent fatality rate for like one operation and like a ninety five percent, like most of them die. And you have to remember, they're like children. That's what a lot of people forget is Spartans. When they start out, they at least with the Spartan twos, they abducted children. Same thing they did with Spartan 3, but it was a little bit more, little bit more nuanced. Like with Spartan 2s, or Spartan, yeah, Spartan 2s, what they did is they would find kids, like, for example, Master Chief, John, you know, 
the guy. The mm -hmm. Halo. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. One of my friends, they jokingly call Master Chief the Halo guy. No, he, his name is mm. Master Chief. Like, oh, it's Halo. I'm like, no, his name is Master Chief. I digress. They're just messing with me, though. But um, <laughs> with John, they basically what they would do is they would pick the kid and they would replace the kid with the Flash clone. Now, cloning in Halo is seen as a big no-no. I mean, Flash cloning is... You do that for, like, medical stuff. Because Flash clones, they mm. live and then they die. Like, they would Flash clone someone's organs so that you can get... Oh, you got shot in, the chi in like, the lung? Oh, here. Boop, 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 bam. There you go. You're fixed. Like... That makes sense. It's really frowned upon, and especially that they did it to kids. They Flash cloned a whole kid, and then the kid would die. Because, you know, it's a Flash clone. But the parents wouldn't realize it's a Flash clone until, well, they, I don't th I think there's like literally one case of the parent realizing. And then they end up hijacking a cruiser and trying to go find their kid. It's really crazy. Like, there's some really crazy stuff in, like, yeah, with that kind of stuff. With Spartan 3s, at least like in mm -hmm. the lore... They were orphans who, uh, whose parents got killed, like, in the Covenant battles and that kind of stuff. So they were basically orphans. So they're like, mm. oh, look, the UNS, the ONI, Office of Naval Intelligence, is helping these kids. They're really not. They're indoctrinating them and making them crazy. I won't say crazy, but they're kind of psychotic, crazy, kind of crazy. Like, Oof. it sounds like it sounds like they did the uh, the Star Wars thing. They started off with clones and then they moved on to orphans. Well, yeah, well, they didn't like the stormtroopers. Yeah, kind of like the stormtroopers. Like, I wouldn't say or the, the um, yeah, like because I mean, it was kind of it became public knowledge later on that these Spartans were, you know, kidnapping children and that sort of thing. And Dr. Halsey, who is the uh, lead like she was the head like basically the head person for the spartan program she she got under a lot of flack and broke a lot of laws and rules like you're not like obviously you're kidnapping children that's bad don't do that and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but she directly violated like some like convention not the, not like the geneva conventions but there's like a lot of these laws that Halsey broke, but what she did with the Spartan program saved the human race in the Halo universe. Like, if, if the Spartans didn't exist, humanity would have not stood a chance against the Covenant at all. They would have all died. All of them. Goodbye. Adios. So, like, what Halsey did was terrible. Yes, she kidnapped children. She injected them with, like, all these kind of super soldier drugs that would make them super strong and give them power armor and train them and train them and train them until they're, like, hyper-lethal and crazy. But if she hadn't done that, everyone would have died. And what's really interesting is Halsey definitely likes to twist the narrative in her favor... Because the Spartans, they weren't created to fight the Covenant. 
That's not, that wasn't their main purpose. Their main purpose was to quell the insurrection that was happening in the outer colonies. Because basically the outer colonies wanted independence from the rest of the inner colonies. Because basically the inner colonies, you know, that's like better than the outer colonies. Similar with Star Wars, I have the outer rim. And that's kind of like the more lawless. I wouldn't say in Halo it's similar, but it's very... You have like the core world and then you have the outer worlds the outer colonies, and these outer colonies would, like, supply resources and stuff to the inner colonies, but they wouldn't really help the other way. Like, help wouldn't really come to them that much. So they got mad, and the insurrection started happening, and the UNSC and the ONI uh, kind of came together and like, alright, we need to make these, these super soldiers to quell the insurrection. And then the Covenant showed up and said, surprise, we have plasma weapons and we're gonna kill everyone. Because uh, our, our uh, religious leaders told us you're bad. But really they're not. It's kind of, it's kind of funny, I think. It's all because the, uh, the prophets. So those are the guys in the floating chairs. That are the leaders of the covenant. Those guys, they knew that humanity is... Like, the... The forerunners are... Basically, let me back up. Let me back up. Let me back up. <laughs> let me back up. I have to go way, way, way back. So back in, back in time long, long to time the beginning. Ago. Basically, this episode is going to be Lady Lucida explains Halo because I know the lore. Kind of. Like mm. 75%. So basically, here's the gist. The Forerunners, they were big and they were strong. They were like the ruling of the gal. I wouldn't say... Actually, you need to cut this last part. I totally misspoke. Uh, it's not the four ones. It was the precursors. The precursors, they gotcha, were in gotcha, charge gotcha. of the galaxy. The precursors. And they uh, they were like, we're tired of this shit. Uh, we have this this this, this key. Uh, it's not really a key. Basically, this this job title. It's called the Mantle of Responsibility. If you have this, this means you get you get to use all our cool stuff. But this means you have to take care of the galaxy take care of it and the forerunners they were the they were big head haunters they're like it's gonna be us right it's gonna be us right but right here's the crazy part humans humanity was spacefaring at this time this was way way back way back ancient times before that hmm. this is where it gets really trippy so humanity also was really big and the precursors were like eh, no forerunners you know what no not you Humanity, they're cooler. I like them. They get the man. They get the key. They get the key to the White House. You know, they, they, we like them. Forerunners were like, excuse me? What? No, 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 no. That's not how this works, bro. Us, we're number one. Human humans, humanity, they suck. They're the worst. Screw them. So the forerunners fight against, fight and kill off all the precursors. Well, almost all of them, except for like a few. And then... This is the trippy part. The precursors, as their, like, last dying... They basically die. And then what happens then next is really weird. Because the precursors become the Flood. As to get revenge on the Forerunners. And now, so humanity is, is like, they're, they're spacefaring. And the Forerunners are spacefaring. And now they're fighting. 
And the reason they're fighting is because humanity is running away from something. And they're burning whole Forerunner planets. And the Forerunners are like, yo, why are you burning our stuff, bro? This is our house. Why are you taking a flamethrower to our house? And humanity's like, you, you're not... Like, the, they was... Basically, there was miscommunication because the Forerunners thought the humans were fighting them when the reality is humanity was trying to kill the Flood. And the Flood purposefully was not attacking humanity because it wanted the Forerunners to think humanity had a cure when they didn't. It's a big, they got jebated. And then the Forerunners created this AI called um, Mendiant Bias to fight the Flood. Because they're just like, oh shit, this is bad. We need to fight these things. Because no matter what you throw at the Flood, if you throw people at it, they're just going to infect the people. And that's bad. So they made this AI called Mendiant Bias to fight the Flood. And it actually ends up getting infected by the Flood. Now you might be asking, how the fuck does an AI get infected by a biomass organism? It basically, a grave mine, which is the big, ugly, tentacle-looking thing you see in Halo 2 and 3, uh, that thing basically had a nice chit-chat with it, and then it was like, huh, you know what, you're making a lot of sense. So it joined the bad guys. So then that Forerunners made another AI to fight that AI, and it's like, you would have thought, maybe don't make the same mistake twice. Maybe. Maybe. No, Forerunners, you're stupid. So then basically, here's how it all ends. Is the Forerunners were like, hmm, we can do this thing. We can use the Halo Rings. Because they made them as like, okay, we need to figure out something to kill the Flood. We can either A, use the Halo Rings. This was one idea. The other idea was the, um, the Shield World, which is like Requiem, which is where you go in Halo 4. And everyone thought the Halo Rings were the better idea, so they built the Halo Rings. And then they, they fired them all off. They fired them all off. Killed everything. And the whole galaxy. Don't I be thinking, but... There's obviously life now, so something had to have happened. The Forerunners are really smart. Oh! I forgot... Uh, there was one key point I forgot to mention. Whoopsies. After the Forerunners killed the, uh... Killed all the precursors and fought humanity for a bit. They knocked humanity back to the Stone Age. Because they're like, no, we get the mantle, you go back to the Stone Age. So humanity, humanity at this point is back, back like cavemen. Just forgot that part. Whoopsies. Anyways, so they fire off the Halo Rings, everything dies. And then there's a particular group of Forerunners. They're called the, um, the Builders. They basically, before the Halo Rings run off, they went and cataloged every single life in the galaxy and repopulated everything. Like, they took, like, little genetic samples of DNA and put it in their big libraries that wouldn't get hit or didn't die. And then they would go through and repopulate. Oh, there's Earth. There's the elite, the Sangheili homeworld. Oh, here's, hmm. the, here's this and that. So now they thought the Flood was dead and now everything can be fine. And then they were wrong, because the Flood was still there. And then... The Flood was not dead. The Flood was not dead. Dun, dun, dun. Well, a lot of what happens in 
like the Halo games is what happened is like especially with Halo 1 they're on a Halo, the Halo ring and the Halo rings were also designed as like research outposts to study the flood and then something would happen like what happened in Halo 1 or Combat Evolved I just call it Halo 1 um, in Combat Evolved where you know the containment is breached flood escapes and then just eats everything that's basically how the flood came back because they would have like these containment things that got broken the flood would be like mm, I'm hungry and then eat everything like the flood flood scares me man nightmare fuel sorry for that very long-winded talk but that's basically no, 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 the that's, that's all good in a nutshell of the first one um you know i i what i really liked about the um the first game especially is that sort of build up and realization as to like what's even going on with the flood yeah no definitely like you don't really know what's going on and then i remember you yeah. would like watch the perspective of the marine and then they would just all come out and eat everybody and it was terrifying. I remember that. I remember yeah, like, watching that part when I was little, and I was like, "What? Get those away from me! The little crawly ones." Yeah. Oh god, I hated those because they were always in weird spots on the wall too. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. It very much reminds me of um, the mini screeps from this week's Grandmaster Nightfall. Huh. It they crawl on walls, they crawl on ceilings, they crawl on anything. They will hunt you down. It's terrifying. Oh, I haven't like, seen a mini scream yet. I've only oh seen God. the uh, the, no, the, the don't, memes. Don't don't do it. There, I honestly prefer uh, like doing that. Doing the grand like we got it done last night because we're crazy. Um, after many mm. many different attempts and different loadouts and different like class compositions, we got it. Um, but basically, like I see a regular scream coming at me now, and I'm like, oh, it's a scream. I don't care. I see a mini skip and I'm like, oh god. Because those things will one-shot mm. you. No matter what resilience you're running, whether you're running arc resist, concussive damper, it does not matter. They will hunt you down and is, if they are near you, when they go boom, you're dead. They had it, that face hugger quality about much, them. Pretty much. And I'm, they also will sometimes go through floors. Which is really bad. But hopefully Bungie is aware of that. Or at least they have like now... Because a lot of streamers were like, hey, Bungie, I don't think this is intended. And they're like, oh, uh, yes, can you send us some, like, videos of, of that? Not that we don't believe you. It's just so we can, like, look at it and be like, huh, that's weird. But yeah, no. Huh. I'm, what a lot of people are saying is that the mini scrapes are using the same code. Basically, people are saying, you know, you know Colony, right? The... Grenade launcher with the little crawly oh, grenades yeah. that follow you, and they climb up walls and oh, the little, the yeah, the ants, the ant grenade, the, the guys. little ant grenades. Yeah, people are yeah. saying it's basically what they did is they took a scrape, warped it so it's really small, and then slapped it on on a colony thing because it acts the exact same way. Ooh. So now this I'm be... I'm I'm in that boat of like, hey Bungie, can you give us a colony like ornament? That shoots mini scrapes, please. That would be hilarious. I would never, I would never take that off. Mm. I just think it would be. Funny. That would be, It'd be nightmare fuel. 
That would It'd be, be a nightmare cool. if you were thinking about going on the crucible and then you hear the them. little crawlies of the and uh, the mini screams. Uh. Oh my god. Like because we did the Grandmaster so many that. times, just like and we would get to the we would get through it fine. Just the boss room was so hectic because there's no cover and the boss has immun immunity phases. And every so often, there's waves upon waves upon waves upon waves of ads. And every time you shoot a raider, they spawn a mini scrape. And if they get you, you're dead. Yeah, we finally got it. Mm. It was, it was a mess. I'm glad that that is Ugh. that strike is being sent into the sunset. The sun, send it to the sun. I don't want to do that strike ever again. I hate I... It. It's coming yeah. at you. No. It's coming. The no, mini, please, the not the miniature screams. I see the miniature screams in my yes. dreams. That's what. That's what the. Uh, <laughs> that's what the. Uh, that's what the shank with the. Uh, with the tray He's is going to bring me a mini scream instead of, a, instead mini of a, a glass of. Yeah, in a in oh like God. a cocktail. The glass. mini scream is like hello, and the <laughs> and then I'm like, well, I'm dead. Then yep. guardian down. End of emo. <laughs> guardian down. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. But yeah, oh, that's no, that would I would be... love that if you could have an emote that just to like to to kill that yourself. That would be with. funny. Well, I'll definitely make when we do the Gorgon Maze and Vogue a lot easier. Oh, I don't, I don't have a rocket, or I don't have any heavy ammo to kill myself. Oh no! I have to be like exactly. Taylor. I was, I wasn't like gonna say that was you, but and jump and jump up and with down the with, the, with the grenade launcher. That's so funny. You're, I always, and I always spectate you and be like, what are you? Why are you? What are you? What? Just go find a corner, <laughs> shoot the grenade at your feet, and then let go, and then you die. Mm -hmm. I guess it really depends on the grenade launcher too. Yeah, it's, it doesn't. It oh, bounces, yeah. Because yeah, I had to use lion. Um, that's right. That's right. I had to use fighting lion because it, it's Infinite the only one with a uh, with you're primary right, ammo. You're right. I forgot. Yeah. I was out of I was out of the ammo, so I had to shoot it at my feet, but time my jump in just the right way that like I met it when it exploded. <laughs> I got pretty good I at see. it. I've gotten... You're an out expert at jumping into yeah. the the yeah the but bouncy yeah. grenade. Yeah, Off the foot. It's, it's a, a party, party trick. trick. That's it's nice. Good. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited for Halo Infinite though. Like very excited. Like I've played the past two flights, and oh man, big team battle. I love it. It's so good. It's so good. Like, that was what I used to play with my brother all the time, was just big team battle. And it was fun. And I really like the new armor abilities, so to speak, like the grapple hook. Mm. Like, when I first saw that in the trailer, or the, the gameplay that they showed off a while ago, where they showed mm -hmm. the grappling hook, I was like, that's not Halo-ish. That doesn't seem... That seems like more... Reminded that's me of Titanfall. It's, it's very similar to Titanfall. And yeah. I was like, that, that's more of a Titanfall thing, not a Halo thing. That's that's weird. I don't know about that. But now that I've, like, played it and used it, not the grappling hook is so fun. You can get... Like, there was one time where um, I used my little AI to hack a door. This was in Big Team Battle. And once my AI was done, inside the room was a sniper rifle. And I'm like, okay, okay. So I grab a sniper rifle, I go up the stairs, and up the stairs is the grappling hook armor ability. I was like, oh, hell yeah. So I grab that, and then I grapple up really, really high on the map, and then I just go, ah, snipe, snipe, snipe. It was so cool. I, my little AI was like, you're doing so good. And I'm like, thank you. I needed that. Thank you. 
It's just, it's so great. I, I'm just really excited because oh, like it's the level of customization we're getting is ridiculous. I've seen like all of the, the different stuff we have, like, you know, obviously your normal stuff, like helmet, shoulders, chest plate, mm-hmm. knees, arms, fists. Like you can customize like your glove, like your fist glove, like what that looks like, like in your forearm and everything. It's crazy. I'm intrigued, I guess, to see because the first season is reach themed. I'm curious to see how much they're bringing back from reach. I know they're not going to bring back all of it, but I'm curious to see which like how do they pick which ones to bring back? That's always it's always hard. Because someone, someone's going to get left out. So I hope that they bring, eventually will bring back everything. At some point. Because I think... Yeah. Because I've seen like some images of... I guess you could call them leaks of the customized... Like, for me, for I don't... If, if it's a customization thing, I'm cool knowing. But story? No. Nada. Zip. Zilch. I don't want to know anything. I want to go in blind. But, like, customization, I'm, yeah. I'm fine, like, being spoiled. Because, like, I'm going to see it regardless. But, like, story, you can only experience mm-hmm. the story once. Like, after that, it's, you're just replaying. I mean, like, like, it's the same kind of thing, I guess. But, basically, the amount of customization we're getting is insane. It. We're getting... Helmet effects, death effects, gun effects, gun charms. Like, okay, that's a lot. Also, you can customize your AI, too. Like, you can choose who the voice is of your AI, which is really cool. And they talk in multiplayer matches. Taylor, do you want to know who one of the AIs is? Oh, wow. Do you want to know? Do you want to know? Yes, one I of do. the yes, AIs is the superintendent from ODST. Like, he'll be your AI and talk nice. to you. Nice. Oh, that's Which that's is really funny. cool. Like, I'm really excited. I hope that eventually, at some point, they add... Yeah, I gotta, I gotta see all the... I gotta hear all the different yeah. AIs and, and pick the one that's Yeah, that's no, they're, me. like, really, really cute. Like, the one that I have was the ball one, because it just it just looked so cute. And it was so... It was just so... It, they're just so cute. I love it. They're very, like, happy and chipper. And I'm like, I need that. I need that in my life. To offset the <laughs> me, but but no, there's like there's, <laughs> very, yeah, fail very safe fail safe combination. Esque. There's the 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 ball, which was really like chip chipper and happy. Then there was the um, the square, the rectangle, and that one's basically British. Kind of reminds me of Lord Shacks, honestly. And then there was there was the pyramid, okay. and he was like a really awkward, nerdy, kind of kind of nervous guy. I thought he was funny too. And there was okay. Lumi, and that's the egg. Okay. She looks like an egg, like the little shape of it. And she's very, um... Okay. I would say more fail-safey. Like, the more... Like, you know how fail-safe has her, like, her depressed voice, and then her, uh, her chipper-chipper mm-hmm. voice? So they took fail-safe, and they yeah. split her in half. So one's her, like, kind of depressed, kind of, Hello, how are you? They have another one that's like, hi, how are you? Like, you know, same, like that kind of thing. And then they, then superintendent is one of them. 
it's in like the battle pass and i really like <laughs> halo's battle pass i hope other companies do the same thing once halo infinite comes out because what halo infinite is doing you once you buy a season pass or whatever you have it forever and ever and ever and ever and let's say you know you only play a little bit during season one and then season two comes out but you don't like season two stuff you only you want to keep working on season one you can do that which like that would be really i think that'd be really cool for like destiny because there are people who you know bought a season or got a season and then like you know real life happened they couldn't play as much they didn't get to season pass like 100 and get the uh the ornaments because basically how it works is you when you level up they do this in the master chief collection too where you level up and you get a, a like a season pass point and you can put it in you know season one two three all the way through the current season which i really like i hope that bungie does that and other other companies too like i know people at we're petitioning Apex, the people who make Apex, to do a similar thing. So, yeah, uh, respawn. I couldn't think of them. EA, Respawn, those people. To kind of start doing a similar mm -hmm. thing. Like, that's what I'm always excited for, is like, you know, I wouldn't say competition, but healthy competition between... Because, like, Destiny yeah. came out, and other companies have tried to replicate Dest like the Destiny style, but nothing's ever like nailed it. What I'm really curious to see is how PvP in Destiny will change when Halo Infinite comes out. Because I think a lot of people are going to swap back to Halo. Because a lot of people, they went to Halo, then Destiny came out. And there hasn't really been a any really good Halo game like multiplayer good multiplayer when destiny's been a thing and now i know a lot of my friends are basically gonna not really touch pvp anymore once it's out in destiny and play halo because mm. with halo it's a lot more consistent like if you have a battle rifle and i have the same battle rifle or the the same gun it's gonna act the same way it's not like, oh, my battle rifle has more range than your battle rifle. That's what I... It's really tricky with, with, with Destiny, because there's random rules. That's why I, I think, personally, sure. Bun Destiny can never be a truly, like, competitive, like, esports type of game, because there's too many... There's too many variables. There's class, there's your ability regen, there's... Your weapons, like, everything is randomized, so to speak. That... Yeah. For there to be an esports presence for Destiny, they would have to, at least in the esports part, it just, it just, I just don't think it really works. Because, like, with Halo, for example, there's, like, weapons on the map, and that kind of a thing, and you can be like, oh, I'm good at sniping, I'm gonna go grab that sniper and get, like, you know, a headshot, a head, like, all kinds of crazy things that people do. But, like, with Destiny, it's a lot harder. It's, it's a lot harder, I think. I think maybe if they, like, with Trials, Trials is getting there. Like, Trials is, I think, in a good spot. I just think, personally, they should, um, 
with me personally, with my experience in trials, I think that Bungie should disable crossplay until they fix. There is a really bad latency thing with playing with playing against PlayStation on Xbox. I'm not. I'm not saying like, oh, PlayStation sucks. They need, but I'm just saying like, I have when every every single match I would play against PlayStation. I'm not saying we lost, but there would be times where. Like, I've even seen videos of, like, my friends, they would be playing against PlayStation, and the PlayStation people, it's just, there's, like, latency issues. And I don't see that at all, or mm. nearly as much, or ever, really, on Xbox. It's it's a PlayStation thing, when you're fighting against PlayStation. And it's really frustrating as an Xbox player, because, you know, I need to carry people in trials. I need to get the seven wins. I know they do, too, but... When they get like almost an unfair advantage, where I've been shot through walls while playing, and it's just like, bruh. I know they're not like hacking or anything, but it's just mm. like it's it's annoying. Yeah, that's definitely like a latency thing on console. Yeah. Console. So like, I hope I kind of wished that. I mean, don't get me wrong, crossplay is great, but I kind of wish it took a little bit more time in the oven. Like maybe not. Well, it might be. It might. You know it. It, with it being peer-to-peer across uh, consoles, too, it, it might be your connection is just elongated. Between, yeah, that's another thing. Uh, however, however they connect you. So who knows? I mean, and and that sucks. Yeah. But, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But it's just a little frustrating because I'm just like, come on, ugh. It's just annoying, I guess. Like, like I always right? check whenever I'm doing trials. Oh, okay, the team replaced. Guys are fighting our PlayStation. I always call that out because it's like then you're aware that they can. Doesn't the um, doesn't the Stadia one have the same? Because like the the other console is just that uh, just that little yeah. controller. Yeah, the right? PlayStation is the controller. Stadia is like the the little like S looking. Yeah, so on uh on PlayStation it's the other way around. PlayStation is the PlayStation icon. That's so weird. Or uh. And and uh, the Xbox One is the little controller, I guess, is what's the other That's way so around. It's so weird. Why don't they just use the same yeah. symbols? Like, I know what a PlayStation looks like. It's the little... It's the PlayStation logo. Like, that's so weird. I did... they just don't want it on each other's I platforms. think that might be it. They're just so, like, butthurt, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, uh... I I really do like what uh, what Bungie's done um, in Destiny uh, to 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 try and keep that competitive uh, sort of fan base like moderately happy. But I feel like even they've been like, yeah, there's. But I mean, it's you know the the, the sandbox is incredibly like it's it's a it's a it is a uh, an ongoing effort yeah. to uh, to balance. And uh, and and what have you? So it's it's really kind it's of tricky. like it's definitely tricky. Yeah, it's it's not like it's yeah, not like games with static the, guns with maybe part. like a small set of mods or something. Like yeah, so like your Titanfalls, yeah. your Halos, uh, like we're talking about tonight. I, I think it's just going to be it, it's just a different bag, and you can't you can't have it both ways, right? It's like uh, you know PvP in Destiny is always going to be lean a little more towards. 
you know, an MMO style fight, like a, like on a big server, like, no, it's not the exact same thing. There are certain limits that Bungie's going to put on stuff that, that other games might not, but like go play an MMO. If there's a PVP server, you're going to learn real quick the difference yeah. between good and like, bad weapons. I've played PVP before uh, and on like, some other yeah. MMO <laughs> games and it's definitely weird. It's weird. Um, cause like, <laughs> I feel pretty much it's a very similar to Destiny where like you take a gun and you go into PvP and it pretty much I mean the damage numbers might be different, obviously, but like a gun's a gun. A lightsaber's a lightsaber, you know. I play Star Wars Old Republic. That's the other that's the other game that I play. That's why I was like, a lightsaber's a lightsaber, you know? I do it. Like it's just I don't know. I'm like, I don't really play PvP that much. I'm not like, oh my god, I gotta play PvP. But especially with, like, the spaceship battles one, you there's like, okay, you want to be running this, 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 this. These weapons, these missiles, these abilities, this is what's good. But, yeah, we do. We still have to play Star Wars. Yeah, my flight. Heck yeah. My flight gear. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine. Um, But yeah. uh, The, uh, pulling us back, back around in though, I, I think, I think Halo's PvP, you know, from what, what I have experienced, sort of like here and there, just kind of, I've popped in a little bit for, for fun with, uh, with friends on uh, Master Chief Collection. It's, it's interesting playing the different ones. I'll, I'll put it that way. It's, uh, the difference between like Halo 1 Oh yeah, definitely. And, like reach in the amount oh, of stuff man. you can do is just like yeah. oh oh. <laughs> yeah, like in a reach, there's the armor abilities and this and mm-hmm. that, and then in like combat evolved, there's a lot less. But yeah, I'm I'm really curious. I hope firefight returns at some point in Master Chief because they're not Master Chief Collection in Halo Infinite. Sorry. Because I always loved Firefight. That's what I would do with my friends. Is uh, we would all like play Firefight and blow stuff up. I always thought it was fun. But I'm also really excited for Forge to eventually be in Halo Infinite. Because mm. they said it's going to take two seasons, which is six months. That's not bad. Yeah. And then like what I'm excited for is like how... Because with every Forge... It's gotten, like, you know, you can do more and more crazy things, more and more crazy things, more and more crazy things, which is, like, I'm really excited to see, like, what the community does once they get their, gets their, once they get their hands on, like, on Forge. Like, I've always loved, like, playing custom maps. Like, I remember playing Duck Hunt or Jump Rope or all this other, like, really crazy stupid games where like all this crazy stuff would happen and it would always be really fun like that's what i miss the most is like with hey with destiny there's no custom game modes there's no forge there's no nothing like yeah. that where like i think that would definitely keep the com- the pvp community happy if there was a map builder sort of thing because, like, basically what happens with, with Halo is, you know, people make a map, 
And then I guess if enough people like it, 343 adds it to this Fiesta playlist. That's pretty cool. Which is like just random crazy modes. Like I've had one that was bumper cars. Everyone was on mongooses and you were like bumper cars. And it was like, <laughs> what is going on? Like really crazy stuff like that. Like I think Destiny could really, I guess, learn. I wouldn't say learn from it, but grow. Because I know that's been a big pain point for uh, for Destiny. Has been like lack of PvP maps, lack of P- new PvP game modes. So I'm just like, Bungie, just let us design some maps. Have Be like, hey, this is all of the assets and everything for making maps. Have the community make a map. And whichever one it's Bungie true. likes the most can be added. I think that would be cool. That would definitely give Bungie some... And the community something to like kind of work together on. I think that'd be cool. Would Bungie ever actually do that? Probably not. But until they like add in some kind of forge mode, which I sincerely doubt they would ever do. Um, yeah, I don't know if they really. It one thing Halo has going for for it that that Destiny just just doesn't is that with Destiny there's always this article of playing online yeah you're always connected to bungee servers you have to connect to the game to play it and you predominantly will play at least parts of it uh you know you can do a lot of stuff solo but you're always you're always playing with with the idea that like you're playing with some like someone else yeah yeah no Uh, definitely whereas halo has that uh you know standalone game aspect to it like single player yeah yeah Mm -hmm. we'll just uh my biggest thing is I just really want like a machinima mode or theater mode. Cuz I think that would mm-hmm. that would help content creators. That would help like you know the people who make montages, they could like elevate what they make to a completely another level of mm. stuff. I'm I'm just thinking just like in like a general sense. Like you could also make better funny videos. But yeah, I mean, like, I, I know why Bungie, I mean, Bungie has even flat out said they, they don't, it takes development time to make, like, these kind of things and to give, like, a theater mode for Destiny would be, like, you either get, you know, a new season or you get theater mode. And while theater mode would make a, make some people happy it's not like that's not season seasonal content that Mm. would make everyone else happy so like i understand why like maybe eventually later down the line when bungie has you know their new big headquarters built and they have a lot more people maybe possibly i don't know they could but who knows It's wishful thinking, I guess. So far, I'll just have to settle for using, uh, like, using, I use Dead Man's Tail as my camera, as weird as this mm-hmm. sounds, because it's a very low-profile gun, and it doesn't have a very large scope, and then whenever I'm recording stuff, I just, uh, lower my weapon, mm-hmm. which that's the hard part. Bungie, can you just at least- Waiting randomly. Yep. You can't get shot, you can't do abilities, you can't... You can emote. 
That's about it. You can jump. That's about it. And it's really, I just wish, because I knew in Halo Reach, if you had pressed, like, you know, down on the D-pad and all these other, like, buttons together, your character would automatically lower the gun. Can they at least just give us that? Because it's obviously some sort of, you know, you're idle for X amount of time, do X animation. It just would be nice if they added a, like, lower weapon. Like, you press these buttons and you lower weapon. That just would be nice, because having to sit and wait three plus minutes for my guardian to lower her weapon so I can record a video is very annoying. Hmm. It's just like little things, I guess. I mean, I'm not sure how long that would take to do. Assu hopefully it wouldn't take that that be that difficult. Then again, I don't know how spaghettiified Bungie's code is. It probably is very spaghettiified. It wouldn't surprise me. Because they couldn't just turn off joining for trials, otherwise that you couldn't join any one period. So like that's not good. <laughs> yeah. That was during the like the wind trading thing that was happening. Right. In trials. I remember D and G mm. was like, we can't just turn off matchmaking for trials, because if we do that no one gets, er, not matchmaking, sorry, joining functionality for trials, because if we turn off that, it will turn off joining functionality for literally everything. Which is not yeah. what we want. At all. So, yeah, I, I don't, I feel like people just don't get how... Complicated coding. Yeah, it, it like gets to it, have everything individually structured like that. Yeah, and don't... And, don't even get me started on, like, motion capture stuff. Like, they have to do so much. Mm -hmm. They have to do the motion capture, and then they have to, you know, 3D render this and that and shaders and... Why don't you just do it? Why don't you do... Like, I remember someone post or, uh, someone posted the, uh, the motion capture for, like, God of War and the actual game footage, and people were like, wow, it's almost like a movie. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of getting to that point where it's a video game is kind of getting to the, like a movie almost now with how like crazy the graphics are and everything. Oof. Hmm. So okay, okay. Here's one. Here's one to uh to maybe to maybe round it up. What is either your favorite? halo like memory sort of like in story or uh or maybe uh something that had to do like maybe tangentially with the game so like uh you know something you did like out of it or uh who is your favorite npc ah so who's my favorite character okay i can do i can start yeah. with that one I'll, I'll answer both of them um my favorite halo character i think yeah, it's Cortana. I always liked Cortana. Okay. I mean, she's been with us pretty much the entire time. She's, like, the voice in Chief's head. And uh, I always thought she was super cool. She was always really smart and kind of funny. So I'm like, Cortana's cool. I like her. Um, favorite Halo memory, I think, was... Um, I'm trying to think. I've had a lot. Um, 
I remember one time I was playing Halo. It was one of the Fiesta modes in uh, Master Chief. And we were doing this one mode where, like, there was, like, really low gravity. And everyone had gravity hammers. We were all trying mm -hmm. to kill each other. And it was so stupid. I couldn't stop laughing because of how, <laughs> like, you would jump, and then you would fly up, and then you'd do the ground hammer, and then you'd slam back down. It was just so stupid. Big but slam. It was, it was just really, really dumb. And I always thought it was really funny. Because I was surprisingly very good at that. That was the only Fiesta game mode in Halo that I was ever good at, was just that. I think that was probably one of my favorite memories, is doing that with my friends. Or, mm -hmm. um, another favorite of mine was playing... God, I don't remember which one. They all kind of blur together to me. Um, was playing... I played through the Halo games with my little brother. That was always fun, doing that. And then, I think, playing them again on Legendary with Kelsey my partner. That was a struggle because I suck at video games. I'm kidding. I don't suck that bad. It just, it's one, it's, I had to basically treat, this is before grandmasters were a thing. I thought like, oh, I just treat it like a grandmaster. No, grandmasters weren't a thing back then. So it was kind of hard. It was like my first like real challenging content I've done because like Destiny doesn't really have a difficulty. It's just, you do it. Your power level. And I'm always max power because I religiously play that game. So, I that was really my first real challenge, was doing all of this on. Which was really fun. I can dig it. I can dig it. Oh, man. Tough one to follow. I think, uh... I think for me... My, I, I, I got, yeah, Cortana's up there too. Uh, I think ultimately she's, she's, uh, you know, her relationship with, uh, with yeah. Master Chief is, it's, it's kind of similar to the, uh, relationship we have, a guardian has with the ghost. Um, but yes, very I, similar. I gotta say, like, at least the relationship that we have with our ghost, theirs seems just so much more intimate. Like they're actually in each other's heads. Um, yeah, definitely. And it's, it's a, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a much, uh, like deeper connection, I think, uh, than uh, than even displayed in uh, in Destiny. So yeah, it it how how could anyone not have a favorite in, in Cortana? I think um, aside from her, uh, probably you know, probably Nathan Fillion's character. Uh, what was it, uh, Sergeant oh, Buck. Buck? Yeah, oh, Buck. Yeah, Buck is cool. Did you know Buck is actually in Halo? I Reach? did. I did. I got I got his dialogue in Reach. Oh, you got his dialogue? Nice. Yeah, it's like a chance that his dialogue will pop up during the New Alexandria mission. And I always would do that. All right, I remember I played ODST before Reach, because that's just how that when Reach came out after. Mm -hmm. And when Buck said, this is like Reach all over again, I was like, huh, that's interesting. <laughs> and, then, yep, and then I went and played Reach and got his line, and I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think I think um, so like, as much as I as much as I really enjoyed ODST, and I I really enjoyed being the rookie because you kind of got to like customize oh, yeah. yourself a, a little more. Um, 
Oh god. Yeah. And and the the audio logs in New Mombasa? Yeah, no, I really liked those. Those were Yeah, cool. the that 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 whole uh sort of it's almost like listening story. to like a radio story. Yeah. Is uh I I'm sure you can find it on YouTube guys if you haven't if uh, you didn't never found them all, but it's uh that's that's definitely worth uh your time and attention to if you don't have the game or like don't have the time to go back and uh, and get them all but it's uh yeah it's so much fun and i think what i also liked about it was how interesting the uh you know the map was it was it was just like all oh, yeah. one map and you like, like cool. backtrack and like go through static areas it was it was pretty cool so yeah yeah buck i always think it's cool. i thought that was cool buck is cool i can't wait to I like see buck. the super buck and then uh, dare <laughs> dare she was cool too oh yeah um, did you know, um, Buck and Dare, they got married. They're I did not, now. but that's cool. That's great. Yeah. I think it's cool. They got, they got married Aww. at some point between ODST and when he appears in Halo 5. Yay. So I'm like, yay, that's good. Yeah, they're, they were, they were so just, cute. I know they with were her so being great. like I secretly more talented than him, and him knowing it, but just being like, "Yeah, but like, still, still a dick move." <laughs> I'm cool. I'm I'm cool too. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah. This is like it's it was great. I liked their dynamic. Uh -huh. It was really good. Oh man. All right. So yeah, I uh, you know, guys, I I know we 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 hit a lot about the you know the story of the first game and some of the differences in the Halo universe uh, compared to some other games. Um, this was this was a lot of fun to uh, do with you, Lucy. Uh, I, I we definitely maybe we should uh, make this make this a uh, a recurring uh, special episode series. Like we talked about the the overall story and really like the the build up in the first game. Maybe we can uh, move into the second game next time and then just whatever we feel like talking yeah, about in Halo. Maybe maybe I could. We could do a Halo like a little mini Halo ooh. series, the mini series. I like it. That'd be cool. I like it. Yeah, because like. A lot of what I word vomited earlier was like the background, getting context for like the whole Halo universe. Like I didn't even go into the story of the didact and the librarian, mm -hmm. or um, or the the whole elite, so the much. whole covenant. There's just so much. Like there's a lot. There is. It's almost like Destiny. Yeah. There's so mm. there's so much. We could we could go on for for days, days. I tell you. Yes. Um, we could talk for hours, Ooh. but not 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 yeah. this case. Um, so, do you have um, do you have any uh, any shout outs there, uh, Lizzie? This week, any shout outs? Um, this is gonna sound funny, but uh, shout out to Bungie for vaulting Tangled Shore. I hated that no. place, and I'm glad it's gone. Tangled Shore. You, I, you hate the, I hate the Tangled tank. Shore is one of the few I maps that is a circle and is actually like, or at least like a loop. It's not really a circle and is really good for Sparrow Racing. True, true. You got me there. You got me there. Gonna miss but it. I don't know. I just, I just really don't like the Scorn. I know the Scorn are still going to be a thing in Savathun's Throne World, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, the Wait, Scorn aren't going oh anywhere. No, what if the... Oh no, what if the raid is scored? Oh god. What if they use the mini screens <laughs> I would love, in the raid? I would love to see to see like a little scene where there's like a taken fallen and a scorn and like maybe they knew each other before like, oh yeah, so you, this is how you did the darkness, huh? Yeah, no, I'm interning with the scorn. 
and the barons. Oh, yeah, no, it's been weird. That would be There's funny. a lot of voices in that my head, but you know, it's uh, There's voices in my head. <laughs> it's been oh, you got voices too. They going. gave you a knife. Okay, okay. Yeah, I noticed you can't talk anymore because you just have like this glowy circle thing where that, but that's cool. <laughs> Lily, that's cool. That's cool. You do you, man. Yeah, definitely. <sighs> I'm just curious because, like, in the um, in the press release, they had scorn. In one of the pictures, so I'm like, oh, enhance. That is indeed oh, yeah. a scorn. Yes, oh no, not going anywhere. I want. I I still want. I want. I want some of the. Because uh, not all of House Salvation defected. It's just the ones who didn't want to like go through with stuff who did. So House Salvation is still out there. And Aramis isn't dead. I know. We're, she's she, she's, she's just, just she's just waiting to solve the icing problem. Once she says that, we're all in trouble. Once she yep. solves the icing problem, she's gonna come back, and then we're gonna have the icing problem. I, I could, I could, I could talk about this all day, guys. <laughs> Alrighty, do you have any shout outs oh, then, Taylor? Uh, yeah, I want to, I want to give a shout out to uh Chloe, um, one of our followers uh, at Blunderheart on Twitter. Um, she pointed out an editing flub that I did. Uh oh. By having our outro as the intro on on this past episode so it's been fixed now but chloe like shout out to you thank you very much for uh for letting me know uh really appreciate it awesome ah. yeah, so that's mine <laughs> that's that's mine this week um with that guys uh stay d- dressed temperately no i'm gonna go out in the snow in a temperate. tank top and shorts and flip-flops I'm kidding. There's no snow. I mean, if that's what's comfortable for you, like be a polar bear, you can do it. I'm, (laughs) I I won't. (laughs) That's comfortable for you. I'm not gonna. I can tell you how to live your life. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, stay, stay, stay temperate, stay comfortable, guys. Hydrate. Um, don't, don't sweat the vault, the vaulting of stuff too much if it if it's upsetting you you know we had we've had a good three years uh plus to uh to play the content yeah yeah and it it, you know vaulting is a cyclical thing so it will come back yeah things come out of the vault too yeah my guess is what a lot of bungie is doing is taking the pre beyond light stuff and Mm -hmm. making it as compressed as humanly possible like as with that kind of stuff and then eventually at some point re-putting it back in that's my hope at least well i mean we gotta we gotta consider and like i know there's some people out there right now saying like so there's gonna be new lights who've never met cade but i mean like there already are the current new lights yeah the ghost says you've never met cade in their campaign it says there used to be a hunter vanguard his name was cade yeah yeah he died he's dead He's dead now. Um, Whoopsies. So, like, if if you're if you're a new light, but then I guess you know to your point uh, earlier, Lucy, about uh, then you go back and yeah, then you go in and, and meet. He's Kate, there, and then yeah. he dies, and you're just like oh. he dies on that mission, like immediately. You're like, oh, that's how he died. You're like, oh, this me. is how he died. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm I'm kind of Whoops. fine with Forsaken getting sunset because then it kind of you're either you knew Kate like us. Mm-hmm. Or you knew, like, the legend of Kate Six, sort of. You knew that he died. You don't really know what's going on. 
then you meet this new guy named Crow, and you're like, oh, he seems kind of nice. And then, especially with what's happening this season, oh, man, poor guy. I just want to give him a hug. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I hope I hope we get to go hang out with him, even if we don't uh, do more stuff with uh, Sabathun immediately. So that'll. I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot of opportunity there, and I'm I'm interesting to see how Bungie handles it uh, going forward because it can't just be all events. I yeah. feel like that people would just be like, and I'm done. <laughs> like, I'm just waiting now. So I, I'm happy to see how they do it. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, thanks for joining us this week. Can't wait to see you next week. Until then, bye bye. Doodles. That's off, Guardians. That's it for this week's discussion. Have any questions or comments about this episode? You can reach out to us on Twitter at Spinfoil Theory, or write us an email at spinfoiltheory at gmail.com. If you'd like to read our show notes, check out articles, listen to past episodes, and more, be sure to pay us a visit over at our website, spinfoiltheory.com. The Lore Network.